Hello, Doug Ray here, the Wealth Guardian Show. Good morning and welcome uh, to our show. I've got Bryce Payne here in the studio with me. Yeah, today I thought we'd lighten things up a little bit. We're going to talk about some fun stuff like famous last words and money quotes and stuff like that. But before we do, as always, let's go out here and I, I just thought a big thank you and salute to all of our uh, military service members, our first responders, our veterans, and all of their family members. Thank you folks so much so much for the sacrifice that you've made for our country and for us. Thanks. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. So uh, kudos to you all. And uh, I'd also like to uh, take a moment and just remind everybody out there that uh, our firm practices as fiduciaries, which means we are obligated by our licenses and certificates to work only in our client's best interests, not our own. And uh, not all advisors out there are obligated to do that. So if you're out there searching for an advisor, particularly a retirement specialist, probably should be the first question you ask them. Are you obligated to work under the fiduciary standard? If they say anything other than yes, well, then keep us in mind. You know, folks, over the course of time, people have come up with some some interesting famous last words. Like, uh, you know, one of the most notable ones is the, the head engineer that uh, built the Titanic who stated even God himself could not sink this ship. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we often hear things like that. Bryce, here's a good one for you. I told myself a few years ago that I'd get out of the market if I ever recovered what I lost in 2008. But it's been going really well for the last few years, so I, I think I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Well, I guess I would ask the person who said that quote, are you going to wake up the morning that the market turns around, inevitably at some point that day, are you going to wake up and say, hey, this is the day that the market's going to turn around? Or are you going to wake up and say, you know what, yesterday was the day that the market turned around, now is the time for me to get out of it? Or are you going to think that market's still going up or yesterday was just a fluke? Which are you going to do? Because chances are, Doug, you've said this before. In fact, I think you taught me this. The market does not get up and ring that bell when it's at the peak of the market. Folks, it's kind of nasty. They, you know, you can watch the, the pros start to get out of the market, and they want uh, you guys uh, to hang in there so they can get out. So, folks, you, you, just can't, you just can't sit there, buy and hold in this, in this market environment anymore. That is obsolete strategy, especially if you're in the retirement red zone, which is, you know, five to ten years before retirement and certainly after retirement. you got to be extraordinarily careful with your money, and especially in this market in this day and age, it is extraordinarily highly valued. Okay, I'm not saying we're getting ready to go down. Maybe I think this year might be another good year, but out there is a nasty bear market somewhere. The next one is, and we have had clients come in here and say this, Doug. We, we sit with about uh, five clients a week coming in here, maybe a little bit more in a good week. And uh, this is commonly said to us. I hope it's not their last words, but uh, I like the security of keeping my money in cash because I know at least I won't lose it. Hmm. Well, I would put a caveat on that. It depends on what you mean. We'll, we'll do the Bill Clinton-esque thing. It all depends on what you mean by the term lose because you are losing it by keeping it in cash. It is losing buying power because I guarantee you if you're keeping it in cash, whether that's under your mattress, in your safe, or in the savings account, uh, the checking account, or the money market at the bank, 
it is not keeping up with inflation. So if you have $100 that you put in there, it's got $100 of buying power today. When you take it out a year from now, it might only have $98 worth of buying power at that point. So you are losing money in it by keeping it in there. It is not a sound strategy. But Doug, everyone wants to keep a certain portion in cash and emergency funds, but that's a different story than what this famous last word is saying. Well, yeah, it is, and it sounds almost like the exact opposite of the previous famous last quote. But, uh, you know, yeah, certainly there's a place for cash, but at the same time, you just can't let inflation eat your buying power away. Now, there's ways to get your money invested that you can have relatively safe downside controls, and we certainly can show you how to do that. We do that with everybody that are clients of ours, everybody that comes into our office. You know, we go through a, a, a very thorough uh, typical four-meeting process where we're taking a look at a lot of different things, including your risk tolerance. We're looking at fees. We're looking at uh, the risk in your portfolio. I think it's a, uh, an exercise you've probably never been through before that's that thorough. And guess what? We do it for absolutely no cost and no obligation. So, if you want a second opinion, call us at 336-391-3409. We have one of those websites, too. I think it's uh, www.thewealthguardians.com. Last time I checked, Doug. We did get into the 21st century at some point. How about that? All right, next one is nobody in my family has lived past 75, so I'm not really planning to live a long time either. Well, what kills me about this one is we see this quite often. People come in and say, you know, stuff like this. And, and the fact of the matter is I tell every one of them, I said, well, maybe your 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 pop and your grandpop didn't live past 75, but I guarantee you, you have access to better medicine than they did. You probably see your doctor at least once a year. Eat better. You eat better. You take better care of yourself. Uh, your, your, your work environment probably isn't nearly as, as tough as, as theirs was. So the odds are you will make it past 75 or whatever your folks live to. Yeah, so you know you you are taking a certain kind of risk by assuming that your retirement is going to end at a certain point because if it doesn't, well, like I say, I don't want to be the financial advisor who took that uh, that that is golden from you that you're going to pass away at seventy because we will not have been doing our duty in that case. Now I like the next one too. It says I won't ever go into a nursing home. I'd rather just put myself out of misery than have to end up there. Well, that's, you know, a lot of people have a bad view of what nursing homes can be, and maybe some of you have had experience with your loved ones being in a nursing home that was less than ideal, but I don't know that I would agree or create a retirement plan around you knowing exactly where your retirement years are going to end based on your own hand. Well, no doubt, you know, and that's just that's just silly thinking you're going to, you know, if you get sick and frail, you're just going to stop life right there. Who's going to do that? You're not going to do that, and Dr. Kevorkian died a few years back. So just, I mean, that's just a silly, stupid statement. But he died of natural causes. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. All right, another one is, I can always go back to work if I really have to. Well, you know, some people are okay with that, and others uh, are not okay with that. But if someone's saying, I can always go back to work if I really have to, what if you can work with a retirement specialist who designs your portfolio and your planning so that you don't have to go back to work. Is that is that a reason that you would say, I'm not going to go through a planning process because if I have to, I, I can go back? Well, yeah, well, you know, I don't have to brush my teeth, but that doesn't mean that I, I can always go back to the dentist to get a tooth pulled if I have to. I, I just assume brush my teeth and make sure I don't have to go through that. Wouldn't you, Doug? Absolutely. 
you know, I mean, uh, a lot of people like going back to work and, and, you know, I love what I do and I'm, people ask me all the time, do you ever plan on, on retiring? And I said, yeah, I'll idle back some, but you know, just completely uh, sitting in a rocking chair. Ain't no way. Hey, Bryce. Don't you have a trivia question for yeah, us? Yeah, you know, folks, if you've been following the show, we've started adding a trivia question at the end of our first segment, and we give you the answer at the start of the second segment. So it's about time to throw in that uh, trivia question before we go to the uh, to the break here. And this week, since we're staying on the theme of famous last words, this is a famous last tweet from somebody. Uh, Doug, you didn't know who that, what the answer to this was when I uh, pulled it out of my hat here, but here is the quote, famous last tweet from somebody, and let's see if you can tell me who this uh, uh, fascinating and prosperous person was, and then we'll come back with the answer. A life is like a garden. Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. So I'll repeat that one more time. A life is like a garden, Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. And I'll give you a clue. It is somebody that we are all very familiar with their work, and we probably, all of us, to some degree or another, greatly appreciate their work. So that is, we will come back with the answer at the uh, start of the next segment. But Doug, in the meantime, we've got another minute to go here. Why don't you just fill people in on what it is that they can expect from us during a four-meeting process when they come in to uh, sit down and have a uh, second opinion? Well, it is. It's a second opinion. And if you've been preparing for retirement, you probably have all your life. If you've got some questions about what's going on, if you think you're not prepared, or you think you've overprepared, come in and sit down with us. We'll go through a four-meeting process. First meeting is we get to know each other. We've asked you to bring in some data, and uh, we'll take a look at that. The second meeting, we have you come back. We'll do a Social Security optimization do a risk analysis on you. We'll do a risk analysis, have done a risk analysis on your portfolio. We've also done a fee analysis on your portfolio. Third meeting is our draft plan meeting where we start to put it all together with your inputs. And in the fourth meeting and the final meeting is where we've actually put together a written retirement roadmap for you based on your inputs. It's custom built. We show you our recommendations, we compare our performance to your performance, our fees to your fees, and we go from there. It's up to you if you want to work with us or not. No fee, no obligation. And we do work as fiduciaries, and if this sounds like something with no cost, no obligation that you are interested in, just to make sure that you are on the right path for retirement, well, we would be happy to meet with you. And again, our number is 336-391-3409. All you got to do is give us a call, and we will fill you in on what you need to bring to have that successful conversation with us. Well, folks, we are up against a quick break here. When we come back, we will give you the answer to that trivia question and delve some more into famous last words and famous quotes. See you in a minute. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians radio show. Thank you for sticking around. And just so you know, for all the listeners out there who are five to seven years from retirement, and you're thinking that it's probably a good idea that you confirm that you're making the best decisions for retirement, well, the good news is that we offer that no-cost, no-obligation, second review, so you can learn how you retire the job and keep the paycheck. There could be a lot of different scenarios that you're in out there. It may be that you have no idea whatsoever when you can retire. Maybe you have a pretty good idea that you're on the right track, but you just want that confirmed, or maybe you already just retired, and now suddenly you realize that you're trying to navigate the uh, retirement waters without a rudder, which isn't just having going around in circles. 
we can help you out. We can provide you some answers. We can provide you some guidance and solutions just to help you ensure that your retirement is as long, smooth, and financially stress-free as you have always wanted it to be. So if you're on the right track, but maybe you're riding in the coach car, well, maybe we can upgrade you to the luxury car. We ain't no way that we can know until you come in and sit down with us. And that phone number to do that is 336-391-3409. Again, 336-391-3409. We'll get you a meeting with Doug and Bryce. Now, before the break, we were doing Famous Last Words, and that brought us to our trivia question for the week. Whose famous last words or famous last tweet was this? A life is like a garden. Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. And I asked you, I said, who was this fascinating and prosperous person? Doug, you want to take a guess? I gave you the clue right there. Well, yeah, yeah, I know the answer now. Oh, you peaked? I did. Okay. Who is it? Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock, Leonard Nimoy, one of my favorite characters in all of cinema is Mr. Spock. The man is just really well done. And Leonard, of course, was a, a great person in his own right as well. So, And I loved all the Star Trek shows, every one of them. Absolutely. They were all the movies were good. The shows were great as well. Even up until the very end, he was playing uh, that character with perfection. Well, folks, let's get back to our show here. So we covered famous last words. And what we're going to talk about next is money quotes. And we've got a number of them. So, Doug, let's get started with that. So here's a quote from um, Kevin O'Leary. Who, he's a Canadian entrepreneur. I didn't know they had those up there, quite yeah, honestly. Yeah, well, I guess I got one or two. Okay. Um, this one, he says, this is interesting. I think of my money as soldiers. I send them out to war every day. I want them to take prisoners and come home so there's more of them. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that is uh, That sounds like uh, something that Dick Cheney might have said. But um, I, I would guess I would have to say that I hope your soldiers are young and in fighting shape, right? Yeah, absolutely. I hope they're not uh, pre-retirees. I mean, <laughs> this guy's—he's an entrepreneur, so he's obviously aggressive. And this show is about retirement. We work, you know, we specialize in retirement. So, folks, uh, we're not going to send your money out like little soldiers. We're no. going to make sure they're they're protected. They're going to have they're going to win some of their battles, uh, but they're not going to lose any of their battles either. We're not going to put them in uh, in harm's way, so to speak. Hopefully, they've already done all their fighting <laughs> on the field and now can sit back and uh, and you know enjoy some time on the porch. Uh, it doesn't mean we don't want your money to work for you, folks. We do, but uh, risking your money, there's a balance there, and that balance changes over the years. The balance that was the proper balance between risk. And aggressiveness when you were in your 30s or your 40s is a different balance if you're listening to us and you're now in your early 60s or late 50s. So that's a different game to be played, and we can help you change that game. So, Doug, we got another one here. Uh, yeah, this is a poet. This is kind of – you're an artsy kind of guy. Why don't you do this one? Uh, no, if, if, if your title is poet, that means I have never heard of you, quite honestly. <laughs> so I have no idea who Richard Armour is, but uh, I like the quote. And, and out of all the poetry, this is the kind of poetry I like. That money talks I'll, de- I'll not deny. I can't even say it right. That money talks I'll not deny. I heard it once. It said goodbye. Now, the reason I like this kind of poem is because it's quick, it's easy, it's two sentences, and they rhyme. If I have to interpret poetry, it is not for me. So that money talks, I'll not deny. I heard it once. It said goodbye. 
Well, that's what we exactly do not want our clients coming in and telling us, right, Doug? You know, to my mind, that could be two different things. That could, okay. be, that could be a person who who has money burning a hole through their pocket. They, that's the way so, I interpret it. As soon as they get it, they, they got to go out and they got to spend it. You know, they got to have all kinds of toys. Is there a second interpretation? And, and then the other one is that they're too aggressive, they risk their money too much, and they lose it. So, yeah, I guess you can... Either way, it wasn't a way. smart investment, right? Yeah, and it, it brings to mind, when I first got in this business at Merrill Lynch, one of the first couples I went out to visit, they were young professionals. Well, not young, but I'd say they were in their 40s. But they didn't have any money. They had... His and her watercraft. They mm, she drove his and her watercraft. Yeah, <laughs> she had a Beamer. He had a Mercedes. Uh, you know, they lived in a probably a four thousand square foot house, Ooh, but not a penny to their name. Really, no, not really. And I, you know, I told him, I said, guys, there's not much I can do for you. I mean, you know. <laughs> Call me in 10 years. Or, or get, ri- get rid of one of the boats, get rid of one of the vehicles, and maybe we can start talking. Yeah. Hang on to your money, folks. Don't just blow through it. And uh, otherwise, there's not a lot that a retirement specialist can uh, can help you out with. Well, Henry David Thoreau. I know that one. I know that he one. He says, wealth is the ability to fully experience life. Wow. I like that. Yeah, I would have to think about that one. I might have to have a a sip of whiskey well, on that one. Well, here's what this reminds me of. You know, when we sit down with a new couple and we ask them a lot of questions and we say things like, you know, well, what do you want to do with your t- retirement? Most of the time they say we want to be comfortable. We want to live a secure life, want to travel, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, that's kind of what that brings to my mind. And I, I believe that's a, most people in, in this part of the world they just want to be secure they don't want to overspend but they just want to have a full blessed life yeah i think that could probably be said for a lot of people around the world but then there's a a lot of the other people who still have to learn that lesson that uh, money is not what's going to buy you happiness it might buy you some security and knowing that you're not out on the street but anything beyond that it's not it's up to you to enjoy, figure out how you're going to enjoy and experience life mm-hmm. All right, Doug, here is somebody else that uh, most people would probably at least know of, Ayn Rand. Money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. So I had to think about that one the first time I read it. Money is uh, only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. How do you interpret that, Doug? Well, you know, several ways. One, One way is, you know, a lot of people look at money and I think they put it up on a pedestal. They not worship it, but they, they just think too much of it. Money really is, I mean, she's right. It's a tool. Yeah. And it's like any other tool. You have to be skilled at learning how to use that tool if you're going to build something of value. And that's exactly what you have to do with your money. You have to be skilled at it and let it build something of value. That way you are in the driver's seat and you have full control over your future and ultimately your retirement. You know, Doug, this this leads me into talking just for a moment about our four-meeting process with our clients. And one of the, as fiduciaries, one of the things that we have to understand about the people sitting across the table from us seeking our services is what do they consider a successful retirement? Because a, a, a investment advisor is just going to tell you where to put your money to get the best chance for returns. 
But we are not just investment advisors. We are financial planners, and there really is a distinct difference between that, particularly ones, financial planners, that are fiduciaries. We have to understand what is important to you about money. And that's actually one of the questions that we ask to get to the root of who is this person sitting across from me? What is important to them in retirement? What is important to them about all this wealth that they've already accumulated? Because that answer, even though the accounts might be exactly the same from one client to the next, that answer could be very different. Some people want to leave a significant amount to uh, their church or their grandchildren, and others don't want to have a dime left at the time that they pass away. And that's going to really dictate to us what kind of advice we give them, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. You know, the next quote comes from Yogi Berra. Now, this is one of my favorite. This guy's so full of quotes. It's ridiculous. And they're funny, every one of them. Every one of them. But this one's great. A nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. And, you know, uh, I I can't imagine what he would think a nickel is worth today. Really? Because that must have been quite some time ago. Yeah, you know, inflation's a real thing, and uh, that is something that we have to... I would say that it, for the clients who come into us and they've already started their own financial planning or they want us to confirm that their financial plan that they put together is... It, they didn't skip anything. Inflation is one of those things that they forgot to incorporate into their plan. And that is that can kill a plan instantly if you don't plan for inflation and or at least over plan for it. And especially in the field of health care. You know, the statistics oh, yeah. are a married couple is going to spend about a quarter of a million dollars out of pocket over their life expectancy in health care situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh Healthcare is really the the black swan, if you will, in financial planning. That is something that you've really got to make sure you've got your ducks in a row for. All right, Doug, I think we've got room for one or two more here. Another person who has uh, got a couple of famous quotes out there. I've heard another one from him. But uh, money is a terrible master, but it's an excellent servant. And that was said by none other than the famous American entrepreneur, I believe he was American, P.T. Barnum. Yeah, you know, I look at this quote kind of like the Ayn Rand quote. I mean, you know, she's talking about money being a tool. Well, this one is saying, PT saying that, uh, you know, if you let money master you instead of you doing the opposite, you master your money, then you're probably not going to have a very good life. So use your money wisely. Use it as a tool and build yourself out a wonderful life with it. And, you know, don't let money rule your life. You rule it. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, we can help you again when you come in to see us figure out what uh, what makes sense for you and what doesn't. Hey, folks, listen, Bryce and I are really passionate about helping people in the triad become well prepared for retirement. So as we do each week on this radio show, we want to invite you to call us or go online to secure a complimentary financial review with our team. And we want to challenge you to take the action and do it right now. And not because we're trying to be pushy, but it's kind of our first step in coaching you to be in a better financial place. I know from years of experience, and Doug's got years and years and years of experience, (laughs) that those who procrastinate make the most mistakes and they regret not taking action sooner. So take that first step, get a full-blown financial plan, one that's going to get you to and through retirement by calling 336 391 3409, that's 336-391-3409, or go online to com and just click that blue button. During our review, we're going to help you figure out all the elements 
of your financial plan. For example, we'll help you pick the right Social Security strategy. We'll make sure your plan is built to weather rising inflation and taxes. And we'll make sure you have the right income plan to place, maintain your lifestyle throughout your retirement years. You know, our process is comprehensive, but it isn't difficult. The hardest part is right now. It's getting off the porch, picking up the phone, and giving us a call for your complimentary financial review. We look forward to visiting with you, actually. And you just give us a call, 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Or get your free second opinion review online at The Wealth Guardians. Dot com and you just click the blue button. Well, folks, we're at the end of the show today. Give us a call at 336-391-3409 or go on our website at thewealthguardians.com. Take us up on our second opinion. We'd love to talk to you virtually or in the office. And Again, 336-391-3409. Folks, have a safe and happy weekend out there. Take care.